episode of part of our world we are discussing our latest trip yay <laughs> i like how you're not as excited the last time we talked about this and our listeners are probably like wait you guys already talked about this what happened was we sat down to record this episode that we're now recording to do a trip report and we started talking we were just reliving our Disney trip and we kind of found ourselves going through everything I mean just filled with excitement and we get to the end of day one I don't know if you remember this Rachel we checked the time (laughs) it's about an hour long yeah so we took a we took a break we knew that like going through our trip would be longer than just one episode but we didn't know each day would be we thought maybe two a two-part episode yeah but that more than what happened. Yeah. So we, we took a break and came back and did day two, and it was even hour. longer. It was an hour. Yeah. So we figure we need to reformat a little bit, but we are we definitely want to tell you guys about our trip in a normal way, um, yeah. in a scheduled way, because you know we've been talking about this, we've been pumped up for this Hyping for up. you know over, about a year now. I guess our podcast is getting almost a year old, actually. Yeah. But, yeah, so we wanted to do that, but we have something special that we are going to do with these episodes that we did record and with future, you tell them. Well, we didn't want to just release those as a weekly, regular episode, which were bi-weekly. Yeah, we didn't know how detailed people would want. Yeah, and stretching out one trip over, I mean, it would take all summer, basically. It was seven days, and so if we're bi-weekly, that's... You know, fourteen weeks. Yeah, that's like of well episodes. Into fall. And at some point, you're just like, okay, we've heard your trip. Now, we love trip reports, and we know that there are people that would want to hear these anyway. And we're gonna record them. Like, we want. To yeah, do we want to talk about them. Yeah, that's, that's the other something thing we is. get really excited about. So what we decided to do was tonight we're just gonna do a kind of high-low recap episode overview. We're not going to go into a ton of crazy detail, give you guys a sense of what our trip was like, what we loved, what we maybe didn't love. And then on off weeks slash maybe even off days, we might get some Friday releases, Saturday releases. We'll just be dropping those daily trip report episodes occasionally. And we actually have a lot, I think, planned for the summer leading up to our one-year anniversary but we'll fill you guys in on those exciting, not changes to our show, but additions to yeah. our show as as they unfold. But for right now, that's what you can expect. You can expect a weekly bonus episode. Well, I was going to say weekly regular episode. <laughs> oh. And then the bonus episode well, will be the trip reports. But yeah, we're, tonight we're going to talk about just the kind of overview of our most recent trip. And then you can tune in in a couple weeks to hear our Toy Story 4 review with some special guests. Woohoo. Surprise. So that'll be very fun. Yes. All right. Ready to dive in? I'm ready. Okay. Yeah, very excited. So the Disney Blues, if you guys have followed me on social media at all, I've been womp womping my way through life right now because I'm just so sad to not be at Disney, you know? 
you wake up and every day is not magical anymore, but this is going to be exciting to relive some of these highs. Mm-hmm. And even the lows, I mean, are still magical. Most of them. Yeah, I had trouble thinking of lows. I mean, I think a lot of times my lows weren't so much like, oh, that sucked, but rather it was a little underwhelming. Yeah. Or I think a better way to think of it is on our next trip, here's something we might not do. And in fact, probably will not do just because yeah. it wasn't it wasn't the best of the best. And there's so much to do at Disney. If you haven't been, really kind of being able to figure out what you can shelve is helpful mm-hmm. because then you can prioritize the stuff that you know is going to be great. So yes. hopefully if you share some of our sentiments, you'll find some of this either helpful or interesting or both. All right. So our format is we basically picked, what, five categories? Something like that. Six, I think. And we're going to give a high, a low, and then for some of these we'll have a, an honorable mention of sorts as we are prone to do from time to time. Right. So our first category is thrill rides. All right. What was your high There's for so many. It was rides? hard. I mean, it just starts off hard. But I'm going to say my favorite thrill ride this time around, I guess, will be Slinky Dog Dash. Okay. Um, even though there's more thrilling rides Putting out there. Putting that over Flight of Passage. I know. That's the thing. Those were like both up there. Um, but I figured you'd talk about Flight of Passage. So, ah. um, Slinky Dog, it was, I was just surprised by it. Like it, you know, seeing, I don't go to Disney for the roller coasters as many right. of you know. Um, but it was actually pretty, it was fun. It was fast. It yeah. was smooth. And of course I love looking back. And like back behind me, literally, and seeing our son just arms in the air, arms in the air, and just enjoying it. This was his Smile first experience his with roller yeah. coasters this trip, and so he just loved being on the roller coasters. And as far as roller coasters went, that was my favorite one. So the combination of the wonderful memory that it made, plus I think a pretty decent ride. Would I would I wait two hours for it? Absolutely not. No way. Um, but if you can score a fast pass for it, then totally, totally worth it. Yeah, I so agree fun. that was my favorite roller coaster of the trip. And I mean, that's one thing that is great about Disney. Like, we live by Cedar Point, and it is a roller coaster park to its core. It's America's if, roller coaster. Right. And if, so if I want to ride a, a thrilling roller coaster, that's where I'm going. I don't expect to find that at Disney. And to be honest, I feel like where Disney has attempted that rock and roller coaster, they've kind of failed. Slinky Dog, I don't know. I'm there, I had heard that it was kind of underwhelming. Maybe that kind of changed my expectations a little bit, but I was pleasantly surprised that just kind of like you take off and it's got some good, some good hills for as far as a kid accessible coaster. Yeah, really top of the line. Definitely, they did a great yeah, job. Yeah, because our that. young and kid, you get I mean, to see Galaxy's Edge at that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm not paying crest. attention to that. Oh, oh man, but I knew it was coming, so I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And for those of you who don't know, our kid is four years old. He is how tall is he? Well, he was one inch shy of Space Mountain and Expedition Everest. So, what? I think he's 41, is that 41 inches. inches. Yeah. So, definitely. 41 or 43. I forget what the. I think he's 41 inches. So, yeah, totally accessible to young kids, but still fun for parents. Yeah. What more can you ask for? Well, you could ask for a flight of passage. I suppose you could. <laughs> um, That ride blew me away. For sure. I mean,. It brought me to an emotional level that I didn't know I could experience 
from a ride. Yeah, from like not a real experience, but it felt very real. Oh, it was insane. So crazy. Super intense. I cannot. I mean, that is a on our next trip. That is must ride for sure. Got to get the fast pass for it. Yeah. But but see, with that one, you said would you would you wait two hours for Slinky Dog? No. But we had talked about we'd wait probably ninety minutes for Flight of Passage. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. And I mean, if someone like came up for what you get, right? If someone came up to me and was like, hey, Rachel, do you want to ride Slinky Dog or Flight of Passage? I'm going to pick Flight of Passage. Yeah, but you pick Slinky Dog because of the memories associated with it. I get it. Yeah. And on our next trip, our kid will be tall enough to ride it and hopefully not freak out. Because Flight of Passage. Yeah. Yeah. I said ride it. Yeah. 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 But it's amazing. So that's my that's my high. Yeah, and our listeners probably amazing. are not surprised. We had not ridden that before. And that first time riding yeah. it is just It's just crazy. You don't know what it's to get. I mean, like I hadn't looked into it at all. I've just only heard Flood of Passage is amazing. It's just like that's pretty much all I knew about it. Like you're I know you're on a bike type thing, you're flying through a fake world, which like honestly did not sound that exciting to me. Yeah, because Avatar kinda sucks. And sorry, that's just my I'm thought. Like, I don't really Soren like is much. fun. Like I really like Soren, but I don't know. I just wasn't totally like amped. And when people get like over amped for something, I immediately feel like not as excited mm-hmm. for it. I'm just weird. I'm like a rebel. But I was blown away for sure. I was like, oh my gosh, what did I just do? Yeah. It's amazing. Lowe's? Um, I'm going to get some hate for this one probably, but Expedition Everest did not. Uh, I kind of knew you were going to say that. I still don't get it, but please explain yourself. Um, I mean, I, I think it's just because like, as far as roller coasters at Disney go, like people just talk about this one, like, oh, it's so cool. It's amazing. And like actually scary kind of, and I, you know, so I'm like actually looking forward to a good coaster that's actually going to like make me feel excited. But, and the second time I went on it because we decided to just do the single line, which we Mm -hmm. only had to wait like. You know, 10 minutes 10 15 minutes for yeah. it. um so i mean that was totally worth it but i don't know i just i was in the front car which i've heard actually is not the car you want to be in um there's debate as to which car is the best but it just there wasn't a lot of like motion thrill for me i don't know yeah okay I, I disagree. Knew, and maybe I thought going if backwards, I was... they switched the track on you. You're flying through the darkness. But I, I will save why I loved Expedition Everest for our Animal Kingdom trip report episode. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, yeah, I was a little underwhelmed by that one. Okay, I might take even more hate. I said Space Mountain, but with a question mark because honestly, of the thrill rides, quote unquote thrill rides that we did, none really were underwhelming. But Space Mountain, it's dated. I, it, I, it's a lot of fun. It was just the least amount of fun out of all the thrill rides yeah. for me. I could see that. So part of it is like Expedition Everest. We didn't get to ride it together. I think that changes when you're it by does. yourself. It kind of changes the Something way you, that. you you feel about it. So it was still a great ride, but just bottom of the list as far as the other roller coasters that we rode. Mm-hmm. Do you have so. any honorable mentions? For this one, I don't. This one I do. Okay. Um, I put Cali River Rapids on here. Oh, yeah. Because that was totally fun. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was expecting to get totally soaked. And I think there are definitely times where someone is going to get totally mm-hmm. soaked. But 
I was fortunate enough to make it out fairly dry. I mean, pleasantly I, surprised I that you wet. didn't get that wet. Yeah, I was like, oh, good. Um, but it was actually really fun, and our kid just loved it. He thought it was hilarious, and like mm-hmm. was just you know cackling with joy the whole time. So of course that adds to it. But yeah, actually the actual ride was pretty fun. That drop was pretty good, and um, yeah, it was just good time. Yeah, and to be fair, we did use an extra fast pass for that. We snagged a late one, so that helps because we didn't really wait in right, line for sure. Okay, let's move on to non-thrill rides. That was the best like term we could come up for this these categories, but I think most listeners know what we're talking about. These are your dark rides and your kitty rides and you know, dumbos and teacups and stuff like that. So I'll start for, with this one. That's okay. Yeah. Actually, I might be cheating here because I think some people would argue this is a thrill ride. You might expect me to say Haunted Mansion. That is my favorite dark ride at Disney. I think it's the pinnacle of Disney Imagineering and it's incredible and that did not change with this trip. But this trip, there's a ride that we did twice. It was very special, very fun, and I could have ridden it a few more times and that is Star Tours. Ah. You can say it's not fair, it should be in the thrill ride category. To me it's just a motion simulator so I don't consider it like a thrill ride. I guess it could be. Whatever. I'm keeping no, it in my non-throw ride category. We rode it twice. Like, I didn't remember that we rode that one twice. We did. We, walked, yeah. we were walking past it on our way to no, dinner, yeah, and we thought it was a five-minute wait. And he, Cedric, was already asking to ride it again, like, earlier in the day. And we're like, hey, do you want to do the Star Wars ride again? He's like, yeah. Yeah. He called it. He said he was flying in an X-Wing. Well, technically, yeah, you're sure. in a passenger <laughs> ship, but we'll call it an X-Wing. Um, but I was just reminded how much fun that ride is. You know? And there's a part of me that's like... We were there basically the opening day of Galaxy's Edge, but we were in Hollywood Studios. Yeah. And so Star Wars. <laughs> so part of me really wanted to be riding uh, the Millennium Falcon, but Smuggler's Run. Um, but but there's just a charm to that ride. I love the adventure you get from it. I love how it's different each time you ride it. I know there's a finite amount, but um, just had a blast on that one. Yeah. Like I said, I could have ridden it several more times and been totally happy about that. Cool. My favorite non-thrill, it was hard for me to choose because, I don't know, there's just so so many, period. And then there's just, you know, non-thrill rides are just a good time. You just kind of just take in and enjoy. But I guess I like the more interactive ones. And for this one, you might think this is a weird choice, but I chose Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. But, um, I think it's a fine <laughs> choice, but I am surprised by it. And I'm probably like, if you ask me next week, I might choose something different. But that's just what came to mind uh-huh. right now. Is um, because you beat me? No, but okay. I think I did probably enjoy it more <laughs> than you. Because, well, I was like, well, I also really like Toy Story Mania. Um, but I was sitting with Cedric in that one. So I had to help him aim and like pop the balls and stuff a little more. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't get, you know, I'm kind of competitive. I didn't help him aim at all, but I had to deal with the car constantly <laughs> right? rotating so in the wrong rotating. direction. Yeah. So I was just able to kind of like do my own thing and, mm-hmm. you know, try to get a high score, which I did beat Keenan, but like, I really wasn't, he was severely handicapped. So it's not a real victory, but one of these days we will go head to head and I will win fair and square. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I know where the, right targets are um but yeah i just had fun on that one and we our ride got cut short the last time we tried to ride this um we had to like evacuate the ride so yeah we had actually, an on-ride evacuation from 
Space Ranger spin on our last trip, and our photo pass was just an empty car. Right. So this was so we got to ride the ride to completion, and it was just it was fun. It was fun. That's a good one. Um, for least favorite non-throw ride, I 100% know what you're going to say, Rachel. So I went with something different. I went with the seas with Nemo and friends. Mm. I do think it's not as bad as the one you're going to say. <laughs> but the ride just is lame. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's pretty lame. The, the one cool section is the the EAC. And that's about it. And that's only because it's a little disorienting. I yeah. don't know. Like it you was, kind, it's, it's just fine. He's trying to find Nemo. Yeah, the story's kind of dumb. But, and also, but you're just like looking at rocks. And then you well, get to the also, end and there's the aquarium. Yeah, well, there is. I mean, like, I think throughout the story, there's like. The story is projected onto the aquarium, which it's is kind of cool. It's not garbage. I think it's a cool concept. I think it's just boring. I think they could have done more with it. And it's kind of like, yeah. Could have, should have, didn't. There's so much you could do with that space and that yeah. type of ride. Not, so. not the best. Um, mine is. You guys probably already know this if you follow us on. Twitter or anything, but a little ride called Figment. It's not called Figment. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what it'll you know what I'm saying. be. It's Journey into Imagination. With Figment. Um, yeah. I had never we ridden that one. We go off, because we've already recorded that Epcot episode. Yeah, so we won't get <laughs> we, we probably too talked for like 20 away. minutes about why we don't like Figment. But in a nutshell, it doesn't make any sense. And the story is annoying. Well, the I'm not saying that's not what I meant to say. The story doesn't make any sense. The song is annoying, and you're just kind of like, well, that was a waste of time. No one's gonna listen to our trip report now. People love that ride. That doesn't make sense. I guess like there's a history behind it, and sorry, I don't know it right now. But um, whatever they made from that is not. Right, good. shouldn't you be more upset if you're aware of what it used to be and you've ridden it in its with... recent incarnation and it's supposed to be satisfying? Yeah, so I'll never ride that again, probably. I will say I thought it was going to be cool in that first room when they turn off the lights and they're messing with the sound and you kind of hear the sound going from one ear to another and it's pitch black. I was like, ooh, playing with the senses, this is fun. But it nope, wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. And then, yeah. If <laughs> a ride about imagination should be way more imaginative than yeah, that. Yeah, and not as dumb. Okay. But those are good picks, I think, bottom of the barrel. So we can move on, and, move on. and listen to those. If you want to hear us bash Nemo and Friends and Journey into Imagination more, check out our first bonus episode because that is actually the first day of our trip where we ride those. Yes. Coming soon and to a podcast no app hate near on you. Figment himself a as character. a character. He's fine. And He's the concept cute. of the ride is really cool. This is what we got was... Didn't make sense. Lazy. Anyway. Lame. On to snacks. Snacks. All right. We're going to be wildly different here because you told me that you split up into sweet and savory. And I totally cheat. But go ahead. Okay. My favorite sweet treat was the Celebration Mickey Donut. I think I'd been really excited to eat that for a very long time. I love, love, love donuts. That's like my treat in general and love in life. So 
having a Mickey, everything tastes better Mickey shape. This is a fact we all know to be true. So it actually held, it wasn't just like, oh, because it's Mickey, it's great, but it actually tasted really good. And I loved, we got the strawberry frosting was great. It was big enough for three people to share. Um, we each got an ear. Well, you know what I'm trying to say. I got an ear. The kid got an ear and Keenan got what was left over of the head after we pulled the ears off. Correct. So, yep. It was very satisfying. It was great. And I want another one, but they're probably not going to have one next time I go. No, it's a celebratory donut. Right. I think they should keep it, though. Because I said well, I could get the Joffrey's, which I've heard is similar mm-hmm. and just as good, but not Mickey-shaped. So There will be different donuts that are probably similar. Maybe. There's always going to be donuts. Yeah, but will they there be, will always be donuts. giant Mickey heads? So that was your sweet best sweet treat. Mm-hmm. I didn't divide mine. I just have my best snack as the avocado margarita from La Cava de Tequila. Ah. I, I know that's not really a snack, but I was really, I was thinking no. I was thinking back through and I was like, you know, the funny thing about the snacks is I think I was like most excited to try all these different treats. And none of them really wowed me. None of them I was really like, whoa, this is amazing. None of them were terrible. I was like I hate this. But then I thought the one treat that we got when we treat in the sense of like we treated ourselves, indulged, if you will, was the avocado margarita. I thought it was delicious. I would get it again. I regret not getting it. We got it before dinner. I regret not getting it during dinner or after dinner. Or the next time we were there in the Mexico Pavilion at 11 in the morning. Should should have have gotten it. Should have gotten it. Because it was delicious. So... Highly recommend. I mean, nice next time we go, I'm gonna. There's other margaritas I want to try from. But you'll Nicola. definitely have that one. But like, I have to have that one. It's so good. So that's my number one snack. Cool. Which isn't a snack, but cool. We're counting it. All right. Um, lowest snack that I wouldn't really recommend to anybody was the peanut butter and jelly milkshake. That was sorry. Peanut butter and jelly milkshake. I thought for a second you were gonna say peanut butter and jelly Mickey tart. No. I was like, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hard disagree here. Yeah. Sorry, Doug from Rope Drop Radio, who recommended it to us. It was completely underwhelming. Very underwhelming. It tasted like just a little bit of light peanut butter milkshake. Got no jelly. I can make a better one at home. Yeah, for sure. So And maybe they messed it up. Maybe. We got it at uh 50s Primetime Bar. Yeah, the tune in so lounge. I'm sure there's a name for it. Yeah, so so I don't know. Maybe it wasn't the authentic real deal, but I was like, well, I could. they get it. They get it from the kid. Like she had to go back over into fifties prime time to get it, and then she came back. Yeah, I don't know, but never getting that again. Again, it wasn't bad, but no, I wouldn't buy it again. Heck no. So many other good treats out there. That one was just lame. Sorry, Doug. My low was Frushi. Oh yeah. It was cool, and I liked the concept. Yeah. It just wasn't. I mean, it wasn't as flavorful. I don't know. It just was really not that spectacular. I was just like, it was whatever. So this was part of the Flower and Garden Festival. And just there were so many things with the Flower and Garden Festival that we wanted to try. Japan was like the midpoint of us going around the world, maybe slightly past the midpoint. That by the time we got to later stands, we didn't want more sweets. And I kind of regret using sweet time getting the frushi because it just... I don't regret it because I wanted to try it. I'm glad I tried it, it, yeah. But I wouldn't get it again. Nah. 
I don't think it's a need to get again. And it doesn't really fill you up or anything. It's just kind of like, okay, that was fruit sushi. That's what yep. it is. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It was fine. Um, let's see. Well, I have my savory snacks too, but I could just get those if you want. All right, go for it. Let's okay. Um, I think the top savory for me was another flower and garden fest. These are the chicken skewers um, by Morocco. I forget where it was at. Was it the same place they sold this, the fried cauliflower? It is. Yeah. And so I just thought that was really good chicken. Just whatever sauce oh, yeah. they had on that. It was, I was kind of like between, should I get the cauliflower and the chicken? Keenan's just like, you're hungry, get both. That can be like, yeah. No regrets. Yeah. And so I was all about that chicken. Even our kid liked it, which is saying something, you know, mm-hmm. it was so spicy. But he really was. Really flavorful. Yeah. Well, so it wasn't good. as spicy as the cauliflower. True. Yeah. He's probably just hungry. But um, yeah, that was really good. That's a good one. And my negative is the lobster tail from Flower and Garden. Yeah. Which was, you know, it's still lobster tail. It wasn't like gross, but it was a little rubbery and it was really small for what you paid for, I thought. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Kind of plant. They didn't really do much to it either. So those are my negatives. Cool. I mean, that was my negative. Gotcha. Onward to meals. Okay. Um, My favorite meal that I had was, and this is interesting because we have heard mixed reviews about the food at this place, but over at San Angel Inn, for us gringos out there, or San <laughs> Angel Inn, if you hablar de español. Cuando en Mexico. Uh, that's right. Yeah. So we'd heard mixed reviews, so I was really unsure what we would end up getting, but this was like one of my favorite meals that I had the whole trip, and it was our first night that we were there. Um, I had the chili relleno um, with shrimp, con camarón. So it was just super delicious. I don't yeah, know what mine to was say too. about that. Besides, it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I was really pleasantly surprised. So it's not your like typical Tex-Mex food over there. But they do have like a more authentic, like, yeah, actual Mexican dishes. And that is a good one. So if you are a seafood fan, I recommend it. Good, good. My top meal technically could be considered a snack. It was very small, way too small. But that was the pork belly slider from the smokehouse, which was the stand, flower and garden stand outside the America Pavilion. Yeah, you this were raving was, about it. Oh, you were like hands down, the best thing I ate Having all a week. moment with it. It had this like garlic buttery like coating on the bun there was bacon pork belly and the burnt ends and the cheese and the sauce and everything worked together it was a symphony in my mouth wow i worry that i'm never gonna have this again because i don't know if we'll ever be back at flower and garden again that's a scary thought it's that good it was insane so loved it Mm, my mouth i'm salivating (laughs) just thinking about it all right how about your low um, this was by no means like a terrible meal, but I think I wasn't feeling that good as it were. And this is over at Satsali Canteen, actually, was my, um, chicken and rice and beans. Lowest of the trip. Wow. I think okay. so. I mean, but the thing is, I really had good meals the whole trip. And so this was not a bad meal, but I think I just didn't get a great combination of hmm. ingredients because you kind of, you choose like your protein, you choose if you want rice or noodle, r- rice and beans or noodles. You choose what dressing you want. So it's kind of like, 
a gamble if you've never had all of the things and you don't know what is going to go good together. But I don't know, the chicken and rice and beans just didn't sit right with me. But it could have just been a number of factors that Probably. I just wasn't feeling great. So by no means bad, but I wouldn't, I would try a different combo. I didn't, I should have got like the noodles because they have like the noodles with peanut sauce, but I had already had a very similar meal to that over at Captain Cook's. Yeah. Over at the Polynesian, which was really good. Um, so I was going to change it up a little, but that was a mistake. Yeah. Got to go tried and true. I loved my Satouli canteen dish. Was not, definitely not in the top, but it was delicious. Full review yeah. to come and on our Animal Kingdom episode. I know people love that restaurant, so I would totally go there again and just try something. Yeah, different. cool. Okay, that's good enough. Because, yeah, people rave about that. I will probably rave about it when we do that episode. Mine... My low was terrible. It was awful. Oh, yeah. I was going to just put <laughs> this because it was gross. But The sausage gravy and biscuits from the Sasagula Floatworks. Now, there's nothing, there's no reason I should have ordered this. It was not mentioned anywhere as, oh, you should try this. would be good. But we had arrived at the resort. I was hungry. You we got like our Mickey beignets. Sausage gravy and biscuits is one of my favorite bre- breakfast foods. So I'm like, that's ah, only like three bucks. Throw it on there. We'll get it. It was... Lukewarm, I mean, on the verge of cold, hardly any sausage, flavorless, the biscuits were hard, everything about this was terrible. Yeah, it was gross. Now, I do have an honorable mention that also was in the kind of like weak sauce category, and I think it was because I had heard so many good things about it that I was surprised how underwhelming it was, and that is the sandwich I got from Earl of Sandwich. Hmm. I got the full Montague, which was roast beef and turkey and mustard and other good things and it was fine yeah but like for as much as we heard and you got the thanksgiving right that sandwich, also wasn't as like, good as i thought it was gonna everybody be everybody raves about that i don't know who knows we were running through the right. rain to get there There's it was so a crazy factors. night and it just could have factored into that i wanted deluxe burger so i think my heart was somewhere else yeah when we were eating there but i don't know that sandwich was like my sandwich wasn't great either and yeah. then i had some bad tummy Some troubles issues. after that yeah so i won't be getting that sandwich probably ever again no but that I, was, that was yeah. a crazy fun night and i look forward to talking about it on a future yes. episode <laughs> okay character well, I have, oh i'm sorry yes i added another category which we already what? know keenan's well i told you this the alcoholic drink category and you're like, i thought we weren't doing that and i was like well we are yeah i thought we weren't doing it we are okay um well, you've already done We yours. got like four alcoholic drinks. Yeah, we didn't get that many, but I feel like there's enough to we say enough. a piece about it. Okay. Which you, so you love the avocado margarita. Um, I really love, I was surprised and loved the Himalayan margarita over at Animal Kingdom right outside of um, the bird show. Yeah. Was really good. So that was, I forget exactly what how to describe it. I know that it was strawberry, mar- frozen strawberry, frozen something else, mango maybe, and then like a... Um, Blue curacao. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I, and you wanted something, you were... I wanted the triple Yeti blast, which is basically the same thing, except instead of blue curacao, you get strawberry, or lime, I'm sorry. So you get the strawberry, lime, mango, swirl. That probably also is delicious. Probably. But, I was, uh, but the Himalayan... WDW Minibar, Allison on Twitter, who was there at the same time as us, and we didn't end up running into her, posted this beautiful picture of that drink, and that's why it got on our radar. And it was a very pretty looking drink, you know? Pretty tasty. 
So I kind of expected it to be more. Yeah, more looks than taste. You know, I wasn't expecting like a really yummy yeah. margarita, but it was. But really, it was. I it was, was really good. Totally into it. Yeah, would definitely get again. So yeah. highly recommend. Good. Okay. Are you doing a negative drink too? Yes. And this again, um, is not wasn't gross by any means, but I probably wouldn't get it again. And that is Dole Whip Float. What? No. But with <laughs> coconut rum. Dole Whip Float's like my favorite drink. But I was like, oh, let's make it a little extra special and put some rum in it. Right? How could that go wrong? And I just wouldn't go with the coconut rum next time because you couldn't, rum. you couldn't yeah, you taste, really taste the coconut it. rum. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, well, I don't know. I like to taste my alcohol. Um, and this just was a little underwhelming. So Yeah. But it's still good for a Dole Whip Float's sake. Right. Can't go wrong with the Dole Whip float and adding booze into it. I, I I don't think you can actually go wrong with that, but is it worth the money? We will try it again just, with a different yeah. rum. Probably. Okay, so now are you ready to move on to character meet and greets? Yes, and this was a very hard category. I can, can I just say that I think this is way too hard? Like, do we even talk about it tonight? Yes, we will. But so hard that I think we probably just need to dedicate an entire episode to talking yes. about our favorite meet and greets. Like, different things that they do here's who to go to for this age group and this i don't know i think we can do a whole special so stay tuned for that maybe we'll have some special guests on for that one but let's hear what we came up with again this was kind of like you you pick 10 and then you throw a dart at the board and whatever one it hits where that's what we're going to talk about because the character meet and greets at disney are phenomenal so special i i Thinking of ones that were are low was tough because none none were bad. No. It was just some were like, ah, I wish this character was different or they were a little underwhelming or whatever. They're all great. It was so much fun meeting all these characters. Yeah. So let's hear what, what was your high, Rachel. Okay. For myself, oh, you go first. I can't even. <laughs> okay. Okay. I actually went with, this might surprise you, drum roll. Just kidding. Aladdin. Aladdin is on my list as well. Okay. So I have a long list. (laughs) You'd think Aladdin might be one that was low because waiting for Aladdin was quite miserable. It was hot. (laughs) The heat index that day was like 103. We were in the sun for half of that. Half of it. Probably 15 or 20 minutes. And something you'll learn when you listen to our trip reports is that we did not really wait for anything. We really were strategic about wait times with characters, rides, etc., we min-maxed and did did it right. Like, did not wait hardly for anything. We left Aladdin. It was our last day. It was one of the last characters. It was a must-do for our son. And it was, the la- it was the window. So we were flying out that day. We had to be back at the resort by, like, 5, which meant we wanted to be on the bus back to the hotel by, like, 4.20-ish. And we could not have possibly have made the next Aladdin slot and got into our other fast passes so we're like crap we just we have to wait for this mm-hmm. so we're waiting in line but like while we're waiting in line he notices cedric is chowing down on the cuban egg rolls which were a delicious snack by the oh, way yeah. um and makes a comment that he's like boo and just kind of yeah, eat all of his snacks yeah. and yeah so we were the Devouring last in, in line bite, but, did, but made a couple points to like Pay attention to him in line for no real reason other than probably we're the last yeah, we're last in the heat and the sun is sweat is just dripping down our face. But also because we were last, I think we got a little bit of extra time with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Aladdin took the time to like you know 
get down on our son's level and said, hey, you know, I know a genie. I can get you three wishes. Like, if you had three wishes, what would you wish for? And Yeah, drew him some pictures. Yeah, and... drew... Oh, he was like, you know, I, I want to be like Aladdin. He's like, oh, then you need a sword and drew a picture of a sword and... Yeah. Said, it was like, I want really... to fly. And he drew a picture of a magic carpet. And it was just... Yeah, it was a very sweet interaction. that he And they took a lot of time. Very so... sweet. Felt very special. You know they wanted to get in and get out of the heat, too. Right. But... Yeah. Aladdin was such a great guy. Yeah. So that was, was my great. that was my top. That was up there for me as well. So good. I don't have to talk about that. <laughs> um okay, so for myself, as I was gonna say, is Mickey and Minnie in their celebration party outfits. And that was just we talked about this in our day one episode, but it day was Day two, but yes. Yeah, sorry. Um Yeah, it was just a very sweet interaction. Altogether, it was a last-minute decision. We were on our way out of the Magic Kingdom after Happily Ever After, so it was pretty late at this point, and we had gotten to the parks at 8 that morning. Um, but we made a last-minute decision, like, the wait's really low. It's probably not going to be low, like this low again our entire trip, so we should take advantage. Um, yeah, and then we just had a, a good experience waiting in line as well. We had mm-hmm. that guy working the crowd, and... You know, everyone's tired, but it was still good. But then when I saw them, saw Mickey and Minnie, like, I just gave them the biggest... I was just, like, so happy to see them. I don't know. It was, it was you know, and they're just so friendly, and it's just Mickey and Minnie. They're... Classic. They are the faces of Disney. Yeah. So, just these big hugs, and I'm just saying, this is only from a selfish, just me standpoint, and then, you know, me and Minnie are talking about my ears and each other's fashion and we're wishing them happy birthday yeah it was special for a lot of reasons but one is just that it was the 90th birthday celebration we're not going to see them in those outfits or in that setting ever again and so it was unique and special um at that point in our trip if you ask cedric who he wanted to meet more than anybody until he met mickey it was mickey so he did meet mickey the day before but it was like mickey's He's the head honcho. He's a big yeah, deal. A big cheese, man. And meeting him with M- Minnie was very sweet. Yeah, I'm it was you. very it special. Was great. So, and I have to talk about my other favorite interactions, oh, which gosh. is well, you know, no. we have whole episodes dedicated to. I just our trip. need to give a nod to the characters we met at Crystal Palace uh, yes. because it yeah. it was just we that was magical. They're just so special. Yeah, and they you know, took time with us at our table and um, they did autographs, which we liked that didn't happen at the beach club. Um, Kate May's breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a prior trip. Yeah. Prior so trip. that may, yeah, that may have not changed, be the case, but anymore. I don't know. They, they're just really every one of the characters you meet, Tigger, Pooh, Piglet and Eeyore. And every one of them just had a special interaction with, Yes. Our son or us. And I I just highly, highly recommend that. Yeah, it didn't feel rushed, which I'd heard at some character dinings you might feel rushed. Not at all. I mean Yeah. We did have to wait a while for them to come back around, but that just happened. that just was because that's when we got sat. Yeah. Um But by the time they came around, our side of the restaurant was pretty much empty. Yeah, so we got and it felt like yeah, individualized cool. attention almost. So mm-hmm. we just had a really good experience. And I just love... That was like 
one of my favorite experiences from the trip and for sure um yeah it would definitely just stay with me so i just had to talk okay fair enough ready to move on to lowe's sure again low is subjective and yeah. relative here yeah, thankfully we didn't really have any bad character experiences i don't know if anyone yeah, has but yeah but my low is cinderella I can see that. She just didn't have much of a personality, no. I guess. Now, I mean, I'm a little bit biased because my... we've got a four-year-old boy. Um, princesses were not high on the list. He does like meeting the princesses, he but very he kind of is like, who's Cinderella? It doesn't matter. Where, but it was coming off of Elena of Avalor, who was very fun and engaging with him, and mm -hmm. Cinderella was just kind of prim and proper. And I guess that's her character here when she's in her right. elegant royal garb. But it was just basic. <laughs> so basic. Yeah, it was pretty underwhelming for yeah. sure. What's yours? Um, I don't know. I really didn't have a ton of... You it abstain? Was, it was hard. I might abstain. Yeah, sure. I had a, There was a couple underwhelming ones, but it wasn't bad by any means. Fair enough. So... Like I said, we'll probably do a whole episode on meet and greet. So I'm curious as to which ones you would maybe say, I'll try them again, but if it's consistently a not a very interactive character, we might skip it in future trips unless we have a child with us who absolutely must meet that character. For me, yeah. Cinderella would be one of those. For sure. Um, my, I don't want to call it an honorable mention. Again, I've got like, a, here's I was most surprised by this. I was most surprised by how not fun meeting Mary Poppins was yeah she was just okay I expected like a very like you know, Mary Poppins is is witty like she's very prim and proper but mm -hmm. witty and sharp tongued yeah. and stand up straight or something yeah like, I don't know okay. so it was fine but it could have just been um, Mary's friend for that day but I don't know I, I would definitely meet her again but yeah. I was just surprised how I think I was really anticipating that meet and greet. I love Mary Poppins. Our son loves Mary Poppins. Yeah, we've gotten into her the past few years. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, oh, okay. that was that. I thought it was fine, but yeah. Yeah. Like I said, not bad, I went, and I'm certainly not putting it as my low. I was just kind of surprised at the way it went down. I think I had different expectations there. So maybe that's not relevant sharing, but I, it was on my list. I felt like sharing it. All right, final category here, show. You go first? Nope, you go first. Okay. Favorite show had to be Festival of the Lion King. All right. I think. Okay, depends what you say the show is, but we'll get to that maybe later. But favorite stage show for me was Festival of the Lion King at Animal Kingdom. And it's, it's just... It's brilliant. It's amazing. I heard it described as Cirque du Soleil meets... Lion King or something. Mm -hmm. um, Soleil meets Broadway, maybe. Yeah, it's just yeah the acrobatics that they do, and I don't know. I definitely cried at some <laughs> point during that during the "Can You Feel to Love the Love Tonight" um, number. It's just it's just beautifully done. Yeah, it's my. That's a good one. So you might say, well, that's not really a show, but we didn't have a category that this would fit in other than show. For me, my favorite show was Happily Ever After. I'm nodding. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. If that's counting, 
as a show that would probably be mine too. It's incredible. For sure. I thought for sure this would make me a little weepy. It didn't. But I think it was because I was just sort of like wowed by the whole right. thing. It wasn't super emotional. It was just like, whoa, this is impressive. Yeah. So Happily Ever After is just a fantastic show. More fantastic than fantastic. But that shouldn't surprise any of our listeners. I mean, if you haven't gone to Disney and seen Happily Ever After, really. Any Magic Kingdom fireworks show. Yeah. Ghost. But this one was super special. Yeah. I do want to give an honorable mention to the show that did make me super emotional. And on the same level, it's nothing like Happily Ever After. But the mariachi band that plays outside the Mexico Pavilion. We saw their, their Coco show. And there were multiple times where I was like on the, I was just welled up with emotions and I had a tear stream down my face at one point. Wow, <laughs> I, I missed mean, that. This is very uncharacteristic of me, but the singing was so good. Yeah. Like these next level good. Super talented musicians and vocals. so passionate. Yeah. And I already love the Coco music. Mm-hmm. And then they're singing these Coco songs that just have such a deep emotional weight to them. Yeah, that I was I was overcome for sure with that one. So yeah, that I, I hesitated putting that on as my top show. But it, when I compare it to Happily Ever After, I'm just like, they're not one is not like the other. Yeah. So one is more moving. Coco is more moving. But Happily Ever After is like, if you want the, the Disney magic, that's like nothing compares. Lowe's. Um, I put... Finding Nemo the Musical. I'm glad we saw it. And um, it's a nice indoor, cool show. But I wasn't a big fan of the music. Of, yeah. I It's not spectacular. No. I like seeing like the show come to life. And I thought it was cool. I like that the puppeteers are also the voices. But I didn't necessarily care for the music. Yeah. So... I don't know. There's things I liked about it, but I probably won't take time to see that know. one again. It's weird because it's a pr- you recognize that it's a pretty good show. It's definitely well done. It's not for everyone. But the music should be better. And I think if the music were better, you'd probably walk away from that being impressed yeah. by the show. Because Maybe. what they do with it is pretty cool. Yeah. There's definitely some cool stuff about it, but yeah. it just didn't. It's long. You're in the AC for quite a bit. Cedric missed the whole thing. He, yeah, he slept, slept the whole it. time. But So, okay. Uh, for me, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, which is the Hollywood Studios Little Mermaid show. Mm-hmm. Again, they do some kind of cool things. you got those like laser lights. Yeah. And I really like how they do like you're underwater. Yeah, so you've that's got cool. The, the, I like that. They use the lasers and smoke to make it. Mm-hmm. And then it goes wavy. Yeah. So there's some cool effects. I think Ursula looks really cool in that show. But overall, it's just kind of yeah, like, like whatever, whatever. It's good to get out of the sun. Yeah. Honestly, I think it needs an update. And if it yeah. got updated, it'd be significantly better. Yeah. So. I agree. But I could have easily have said Nemo as well if you hadn't already said it. All right. We did have a bonus category. And we were sitting here talking about this and kind of what did we what do we want to discuss? And I was like, well, what about just like things that didn't fit into any of the categories that made that were like really high or really low? And we're just, why don't we just do an other category at the end? So here's our other 
You want to start us off with yours? Well, I have to talk about the Festival of Fantasy. That's parade. my other high. Yeah. It's just. Rainbow. So the other thing I had on here was um, Happily Ever After, but we've already talked about that. Okay. Because it's not a show in the traditional sense. Right. Yeah. All right. But so I had Festival that. Fantasy. Like, yeah. So Festival of Fantasy is the parade they do with a lot of the Fantasyland characters. It's a three o'clock parade. Yeah. It's evolved over the years, but now it's Festival of Fantasy. Yes. So you have Cinderella, you have um, Merida, you have tons of, you know, Beauty and the Beast, whatever. All those princesses, basically. Um, Peter Pan. Anyways. Maleficent. Yes. It's just a, it's just a spectacular, really. Like, these floats are amazing. Um, it's just an amazing parade. Really I don't know. They great, really great was... soundtrack to it. Yeah. Um, the, the floats are pretty impressive. Parades generally are not something I want to sit out in the sun for. But we did it not once, but twice. We had a primo spot the first time, the second time we just happened to catch it, but we stayed and watched the whole thing because it's that good. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so the first time we were sitting on Main Street across the street from the confectionery, just to give you an idea of where we were. Um, so seeing it on Main Street is definitely special, I think, because it's just yeah. like... Yeah, but you got to get there early for that and kind of... Yeah, get a little spot, but it was totally worth it and just really fun, I think. Yeah, like I would, I would camp out early to see it on Main Street again. Yeah, I would too. So, cool. Get your popcorn or whatever. We maybe should have saved that for last to end on a high note. But what's your other low? Oh, I didn't have another low. Oh, I did. Hmm. The buses. I'm actually not going to go into a ton of detail on this because when we do our trip report, I'm sure we'll mention, oh, and the bus didn't show up and da, da, da. But Port Orleans French Quarter, amazing resort, but they have a serious issue with the Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios buses. They didn't have issues with other buses. They came yeah. many times while we're still waiting for these other buses, but um, I, I just could not believe that... Uh-oh. This resort. It's getting riled up I'm not getting here. riled This is all I'm going to say. It's just a, this resort, which is a moderate, it's one of the most, you know, recommended resorts of all the resorts that we've considered. And we've stayed at other resorts, value resorts even, that had a better bus management system with different stops for different parks, queues to line up in. This was two bus stops filled up with people. They would send out cast members to help organize to send you where to go. Um, the buses would not come frequently enough for those two parks. They'd fill up. You'd end up waiting. It was just... I just As far as the Disney gold standard, I, I could not believe how bad the bus situation at Port Orleans French Quarter was. Hmm. Just for Station A, those two parks, but... We won't end on a low note. We don't. So I'll talk about another highlight of my trip. Okay. Which was... Bonus! When it was the uh, Akuna Matata dance party at there Animal Kingdom. Don't hear we go, me. This was a very, it special, was a very special moment. It was a very special moment. But um, go ahead and tell them, Rachel. Well, so Timon happened to be standing by me when Love is an Open Door comes on. And we get to sing a duet together. And it's the best because if you know me at all, you know I love, love the music from the movies. 
and that is an exceptional song and so we get to act out the whole thing and skip along through um through the dance party together and Keenan couldn't find me for a while he didn't know where I had gone but he looks over and there I am skipping around with Timon and Timon had proposed to me I said yes at the end of the song as I was just acting out the, you know uh, yeah can I just say something crazy will you marry me can I just say something crazier yes I'm just mm-hmm. acting out the song, so don't worry, Keenan. Um, yeah, so that was just, it was just a super fun moment. I don't know. That's great. It was fun. It was a good moment. I captured some of it, some of it on video, and we can relive you saying you'd marry another... Meerkat. <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. Can't wait for that. That's all we got for our highs and lows trip. Um Hopefully you enjoyed listening to this. And if you are interested in hearing more detail about our trip, like I said, we are going to, we've already recorded a few. We're going to, you know, put those bad boys out for the world to hear. If you're so inclined, um, give us feedback. Let us know what you think. Do more of this, less of it, future trips. Do you like it? Love it. Leave it. Whatever. Um, we're so grateful for our listeners. Um, if you really like the show, we would love if you hopped over to iTunes and gave us a five-star review. You can do that just by clicking a little button. That's super helpful. But you can also type a review and to words. <laughs> and we will read those reviews on future episodes. So we've got a couple more that we're going to read. Um, not this episode, but on the Trip Report episodes. All right. So, yes, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. And we do love talking about all things Disney, um, especially our Disney World trip and gives us a, an outlet for our Disney love and helping me get through these Disney blues. Because if you've ever been on Disney vacation, it hits you hard. It does. So we're happy to share our world with all of you. And thanks, thanks for, for being, being a, a part, part of, of our, our world. world. Until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Are you ready? Welcome to Neverland. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.